Hello, friend. This is Brett, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this special summer edition of Sound of Truth with Brett Morani. I want to take a short break from our Bible chats over the next couple weeks. We're in the summertime here. We've been on a little bit of break from our three-year journey through the Bible together at Harvest Jacksonville. We're halfway through that journey. We're going to be entering into the book of Psalms this Sunday. We'll spend 15 weeks in the Psalms. That's a lot of Bible chats to do 15 straight weeks on the Psalms of Bible chats. And so rather than do 15 straight weeks of Bible chats, I want to spend, I don't know, two, three, maybe four weeks. We'll see how it goes. Talking about this subject of the church and a vision for the future. This is somewhat organic to Harvest Jacksonville, although the principles I'm going to be teaching for those of you who do not go to Harvest Jacksonville, I think they're things that you'd be interested in because we're living in a special time in the United States of America. We are currently living in post-Christian America. Now, some people would take issue with that statement simply because they would say, well, America never was Christian. And to a degree, that's true. America never has truly been 100% Christian. However, it is really, really hard to actually read the Founding Fathers, read the members of the Supreme Court in the actually first several decades in the history of our country and not come to the conclusion that the United States of America was founded on Christian principles and with a largely Christian worldview. So much so that their idea of separation of church and state was nothing like the way people think of it today. Public funds were used regularly for over a hundred years to print and put Bibles in public schools, to, I mean, I could just go on and on with the evidence. It's overwhelming. And so for the leftists and the secularists who want to rewrite history into the image of what they want it to be, the, the revisionists, the historical revisionists, it's just, you can't really, they're, they're going to ignore these things. And so they're going to argue heavily about, you know, they were, they were deists and well, that's true. There were some deists, no doubt about it. But even the deists were acknowledging the wisdom of the Christian worldview and were functioning from a Christian worldview. So no matter how you slice it, America was in many ways functioning from a Christian worldview from its founding all the way up until about the middle part of the 20th century. And that's when it began to kind of, if you want to say, unravel through a series of uh, Supreme Court decisions and laws and things that happened that reflected the will of the people to move away from the Christian heritage and embrace really a secular, humanistic, if you want to call it that, worldview. Now, that's not the point of this particular podcast, but I do want to explain, and, and I want to point that out because the churches in the United States functioned in this country with the favor of the government and the people up until really the late 20th century. But that began to crumble, and now we're living in the 21st century in the United States with a completely different situation. At whatever level that you would agree with me that America had a Christian heritage or a Christian basis, I think you would have to agree with me now that's no longer where the United States is. We are now a secular nation. 
And that's why you have culture wars going on, because there's still a lot of people to subscribe who subscribe to the Christian worldview, even if they're not Christians. Oftentimes it's called the Judeo-Christian worldview, because there's a lot of Jewish people who agree. They're just, their numbers are so much lower than the number of Christians. So there's a lot of people that believe in the moral foundation of this nation and the general Christian worldview, whether they're Christians or not. And then there's a lot of people who are rejecting this heritage and rejecting these views and wanting the United States to move into a brave new world of values that are not aligned to the Word of God. A few years ago, Rod Dreher wrote a book called The Benedict Option. And about the first third of that book, maybe the first quarter of that book, he does an excellent job of arguing this point that to whatever level America was Christian, that is now no longer true. We're living in post-Christian America. The rest of the book, he suggested his solution to what Christians should do. What should we do as Christians to try to preserve Christianity in America? And his basic answer was to look to the Benedictine monks from centuries ago and adopt their approach, which was to basically flee to the mountains, weather out the storm, and then once the uh, empire has come crumbling down, we come back, come down from the mountain, we help rebuild it back with Christian values. So his answer is to retreat together and isolate. He didn't mean literally move to the mountains, but he did mean it in the form of Christians moving into neighborhoods together and supporting each other's businesses and being there for each other and, and help each other weather the storm of persecution that's coming. And I think there's some good principles there, perhaps, that Christians need to think about. What he did not have in his recommendation was the pursuit of revival and spiritual awakening in America. He didn't have the hope of that. He didn't have uh, this concept of the church on offense, God's people on offense, to, to share the gospel and see hearts change so that America could reverse this downward trend, if you want to call it that. So that begs the question, what do we do as Christians, and how does this relate to the church? I'm saying that I want to talk about the doctrine of the church and the subject of ecclesiology, the study of the church, and what is Jesus doing right now in his church in North America, and what is the Spirit saying to us about how we're to function as Christians. And I'm saying all this about America and our place in it because our churches have functioned with a model of ministry, with a structure and a philosophy that works in a setting that is friendly to our faith. It's effective in, for lack of a better way to phrase it, a Christian culture. And Western civilization as a whole has been largely Christian and influenced by Christianity and accepting of Christianity and friendly toward Christianity. But now that we're moving away from that, how are we to function? It's my conviction that we cannot continue to function as if we are living in a culture favorable to Christianity and expect the same results as what we got before. The downward trend of our country is not only reflected in the culture at large, but also in church attendance and and involvement in these churches. Since the 1950s, Christianity has been in decline. The decline of Christianity has been parallel to the shifting of our culture away from Judeo-Christian worldviews, the Judeo-Christian worldview, and a Christian heritage. That only makes sense, right? So we have a model, most of our churches, churches we know it, they function with a model and structure that is designed to succeed in a Christian culture. And now we're living in post-Christian America. So what 
a lot of Christians don't realize yet, and what I'm trying to help communicate and teach and help Christians open their eyes to, is that we cannot continue to do church as we know it the way we've done it and expect to continually take ground from the enemy. Knowing that Jesus teaches in Matthew chapter 16 that the church is to be on offense, not on defense. There's times where we will be on defense. But our, he's building his church in the gates of hell. The fixed gates of hell will not prevail against it, meaning we are taking from the kingdom of darkness and we're rescuing people and bringing them the kingdom of light. We're, we're spreading light. We're not retreating. We're advancing the kingdom. We cannot advance the kingdom, however, with a model of ministry that is designed to work in a Christian culture when we're no longer in a Christian culture. So that begs the question, what, what is church supposed to look like? How can we change it and be faithful to what God's called us to do? Can we make adjustments to be the church in a post-Christian culture and advance the kingdom of God in spite of the fact that now we're living in post-Christian America and Christianity has been on the decline and is continuing to decline? So how do local churches pivot and make changes so that Jesus is continuing to build his church and advance his kingdom through us, because I do believe, I'll state it one more time, the model we're using, the way we approach church and the way we do church, the way we expect people to come into church life and be discipled in following Jesus, this approach we've been using is no longer going to work. We have to make adjustments. And so in this summer special series, I want to talk about the church Jesus is building. And again, this is going to be somewhat specific to Harvest Jacksonville, but I also believe it's going to be a series that helps us see how any church that is listening to what the Spirit is saying can make some adjustments themselves, even when within the older model or the way we've always done it before. So I hope you'll join me in this journey, and I hope we can make some progress in seeing how the church will advance in the coming years in the United States of America. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth Podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.